this is Coach's Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You're in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client-centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles, encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. Betsy Foster here coming to you with another episode of Coaches Chat. I'm excited to chat with you today about a topic that's important to me in terms of directing your professional development work. So I'm going to keep it as quickly as quick as I can, but we're going to talk today about core coaching competencies and identifying where our weaknesses are in those core competencies so that we can direct our professional development, direct our education work into the areas in which we need the most development. So let's talk about that for a second. Um, we we really need to be able to self-assess or even have someone help us assess where our strengths and weaknesses are. And, and we could call that something different. Um, I know that people do. There are like needs improvement or well, I don't know what the terminology could be. But if we look at sort of our superpowers versus our places for improvement, we can direct our time, energy, effort, and attention to the things that really need it. So, of course, we want to spend time educating ourselves on the things that we already are naturally sort of um, good at or, or we've worked hard for already because we need to maintain, we need to um, continue to sort of water that garden. But we've got to give more attention to the things that are lacking for us, the places where there are holes and where we start to lose uh, traction on uh, success or traction on, on how we deliver for our clients. So one of the things that I talk about with programming and actually like movement with clients is we want to build a strong core so that we are able to transfer force from our lower body to our upper body or, you know, vice versa. Um, the, the core structure, the muscles of the trunk are really one of their key roles is that um, stability through force transfer. Similarly, with our own coaching professional development, we need to make sure we have a strong kind of core of um, competencies, things that we do to a professional level that allows us to get someone from point A to point B. And if we've got holes in that core system, we potentially don't transfer force as well. And so we miss out on opportunities. We miss out on our, our 
ability to successfully get someone to point A or point B, or we're always coming up a little bit short. So what I wanted to talk about today are these, these competencies that I define as the core pieces of a a successful professional personal training career, and then give you an opportunity as you're listening to just check in on whether or not you believe you are at the top of your game in this. I'm not really one for grades. I am not the person who, you know, like I'm, I'm a high achiever. I love achieving. But the idea that I needed to always get an A I don't think that was like a motivator for me a lot of times. I was okay. I needed to get an A on the stuff that I thought was important. I was always someone who was discerning like, oh, this is essential, so I need to get really good at this. And these other things feel like um, busy work, and I I don't care. Um, So that's kind of my personality. So I won't say that I don't like, don't care about grades, but you could grade yourself on this. You could figure out a way to say like, needs improvement or give yourself a scale? Um, Are you a novice at this, intermediate, or a master? That might be a good way of looking at it. Um, In this, so if we're thinking about these competencies, I want you to go through each of them as I'm talking and sort of determine where you are on whatever scale works for you. And then get, and I'm I'm talking about getting really um, genuinely curious about what you do well and where you need improvement and determine how you want to move forward on those skills. So let's start um, with the first one. And I'm going through what I think, again, are these essential skills. I'm going to save my favorite one for last um, because I think it's kind of a summation of all of them. So I'm going to kind of go chronologically here. No, I'm going to go with the most important one first. The first core competency is, are you a person who's focused on the betterment of others? I.e., how is your relatedness and your ability to put other before self? So that is, in personal training, that is key, key, key. Because in the, tra- in the coach-athlete or coach-client relationship, the client is the central figure. I always talk to my um, new trainers about creating a business that's client-centered coaching, i.e. really putting the needs of that person first. So that is a competency that is absolutely essential. And in that, I also say relatedness. So you have to be able to, and I don't say empathy. I don't always love empathy as a term because I think, one, it's a lot of emotional labor for you to take on. Empathy is defined as being able to feel the experience that someone else feels. I think that's a ton of emotional labor that isn't necessary and is sometimes... um, I don't know, a a little condescending to me. I typically like to think of it as compassion. I have compassion for people, so I can't can't begin to stand where you've stood, but I can certainly approach you with the understanding that your lived experiences are, deserve my attention, my respect, my focus. 
But in this case, I'm saying relatedness in that can you relate to someone? Can you, even if their experiences are different, find common um, ways to communicate, find ways to show compassion, and find ways to be present for what it is that they are doing? So I say this in that, you know, um, putting other before self and relatedness as kind of a connected feature. You might hear this as like just being a good person. Um, and the, you know, industry leader, strength and conditioning coach, Mike Boyle always says, I, I would rather hire a, a nice person and teach them the other stuff than um, a smart person who can't be nice. And I, I'm not going to say nice is like the essential thing. But I do think being able to put others before self and relatedness. This is one of those competencies that I think is more innate for some than others. And if it's if it's not something that comes naturally to you, you're going to want to focus on it first and foremost and figure out why and maybe what the hangups there are. If you've got this one down, then all the other ones are just a matter of figuring out what kind of education you need to take on to better achieve them because that's the hardest one. That's the one that's hardest to teach, but it is also going to be the one that has the greatest impact on your client. So we talk about that one. Next one is conveying and communicating your value. So are you good at conveying value. I say that rather than sales because I don't think you have to be good at sales. You have to be good at conveying your value. This is a skill that is not often taught. It truly, truly is not. Um, A little bit because it's either taught in the sales version, which is using sort of old, outdated um, kind of strategies, or it is just not included in the education at all. There was not even a sales section in my certified personal training textbook. So I'm not sure if it is even included. So if that's a struggle for you, know that it's a struggle for a lot of people because they haven't been taught, but you need to figure out how you are going to learn those skills. Get more confident, feel like you have a strategy to... um, address all of that, and then move forward. After that conveying value, we're going to um, talk about can you run a really good intake process? So can you investigate the why? Are you a good investigator? This is something that Yes, we talk about in personal training texts, we talk about sort of, you know, getting an injury history, getting an exercise history, getting all of that from a person. But are you a good listener? Are you a good person? Are you good at putting your assumptions on the back burner as you be, as you really try to understand where someone is coming from and hear the... Uh, subtext underneath the text. This is a skill that can be learned. It's about learning about what questions to ask, learning about how to actively listen. And let me tell you, people say they actively listen and they're just not. So there are strategies to learn for that. 
Um, and, and that magically transforms that other conveying your value aspect. Um, that is, you know, these two go hand in hand. Getting to some of the more what feels like tactical competencies, but they also have an element of art to them as well, is assessing. Are you good at assessing movement? Can you develop or adhere to a standard that includes enough people, makes room for different body types, make, makes room for different uh, standards and different movement experiences, but also is serves as a measurement tool so that you can actually track progress, so that you can actually show someone how they have changed over time without being... Um, without being dismissive, without kind of showing off your skill, but really applying your movement assessments to their goals, that's a huge skill. And we get a lot of instruction on like specific assessments, but the question becomes, uh, how do I really use this? And am I using this well? Or am I taking this information? Am I doing this assessment in the beginning and then doing absolutely nothing with it as I continue to coach? Ugh, don't do that. If you're struggling with that, know that um, that is totally normal. It's hard to understand those, those assessments from a textbook. It's even hard to understand it when somebody's teaching it to you in your first two weeks at a gym. No one's giving you the time to really understand how it's going to apply to a variety of different clients and get the practice with it. So that's a place that you, you likely need to focus on. Then we talk about programming. I've spent a lot of time in the last few weeks talking about exercise programming, but you got to look at your skills and say, am I effectively using the principles of exercise science along with my own creativity, along with my concern for my clients and putting their goals before my own? And do I build incredible programs that get someone to their goals? Or is that a place where you need some work? Then we talk about movement observation. So are you good at looking at someone and determining what's going on for them? And right, we don't diagnose uh, dysfunction or anything like that. So I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that's the role, but we are looking at, oh my goodness, what is happening with the body? Is this a mechanical challenge? Is this a neuromuscular uh, motor learning issue? What could I do to help create uh, better mechanics more ideal mechanics so that I can train you harder in these positions. Can I, do I see movement well? Let me tell you, no course has, certified personal training course, gives you hours and hours on end of client um, observation tools. Okay, you haven't seen enough clients. You've got to have, you've got to be able to see clients, but you also need someone guiding you through that um, process at the same time. And then the next competency is can you change movement? So can you cue and coach to elicit change in movement mechanics so that someone can train harder, better, faster, stronger? 
That's a skill that also we just assume that once you know what exercises to do, and I've given you the three things that you could see that could go wrong in a squat, you've got it figured out. Do you feel good at that? Do you feel confident that when anybody comes in the gym and they have a compensation in their squat that is keeping them from training at the level they want to, you know how to coach and cue that change? Or are you throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks? you got to learn that skill. That's one that we have to learn and, and master to be a successful coach. We, so we've got that coaching and cueing movement. Then another competency is being the coach beyond the session. So are you good at talking about um, including new habits? Are you good at focusing a client on what their successes have been and how they can move forward? Are you good at talking someone through sleep and recovery work? Are you helping someone in the hours that go beyond a personal training session? That's a really, really big one and super, super important. So something to think about there, that that is oftentimes what is going to make someone um, get to their goals. You You have a good amount of power within those hours, but are you the coach that takes it to the next level there? Are you good at managing people, time, expectation, the business aspects of it? How is your client management and your business management? Those skills, I think, are ones where we say you need them and then we don't give you the tools to address it. So how are you managing your time, your schedule? How are you managing difficult client conversations? How are you handling yourself with professionalism as you run your business? Do you feel like you need to work on that? If you've got it, great. If there are opportunities where you feel like you could get better so that you get more of your time back, so that you aren't stressing night after night after night, that you feel like people are kind of breaking down the boundaries that you haven't been clear enough in suggesting, that's another place where this could really be something you you may need to work on a bit. So that's a competency. And then the prioritizing yourself and your own professional development um, competency. If you're listening to this and you're thinking these through, I think you're probably doing a great job. But now the question is, what's next for you? What are you going to see next? You always need to be thinking about how you'll move forward both for yourself and for your clients, but I do want you to put some, I I do want you to put some focus on self here. Yeah. So if we look at all of those together, we've got a lot of different elements that make a great coach. There is no way that any one person right off the bat at the start of their career has them all, has them all figured out at mastery. I would even say that for many coaches Later in their career, there are places where there's still room to build on those areas. And I can't possibly, even if I'm good at them all, I'm not the same good at all these things. I have specialty areas, niches, me, somebody else. I'm not just talking about me. But um, but if we want to get better, we want to do the best work that we can do, we have got 
to master those core competencies at a level with which we feel like we can change some lives. Good news is <laughs> uh, I'm covering all these competencies in the Foster Strength Fitness Career Mentorship. So we are, that, that is why I've built this because I saw these competencies. These are the things that if, if you were to tell me tomorrow, I'm going to hire someone, I want them to stay on at my gym for an extended period of time. I'm going to tell you these are the things they need. And I've developed a way to teach folks these kinds of competencies. So that's what the mentorship is all about. We literally spend week by week on each of them. It's a 16-week program, so some of the uh, competencies get a little bit more time depending on how heavily they're weighted or how little coverage has been early in your career on that. And you're not doing it alone. So it's not just me teaching. It's me working alongside with you thinking through, problem solving, looking at your work that you're doing now and providing some insight, providing some feedback, things like that. It is something that you can do while you're working. So if you're not there yet, that's fine. I'm going to encourage you as you complete this mentorship to get some practice clients and still kind of run through some of these things, but I want you to be doing it while you're working. So if you're already working, that's ideal because we're going to be doing this um, alongside what it is you already do. That's the idea of a mentorship to me versus just a course that you're going to take. We're actually working, um, I'm going to say it, quote unquote, in the trenches and um, making it happen at the same time with someone who truly understands what it is you need to be successful and then is going to be there the whole way for you. So this mentorship starts Monday. This episode is going to come out on Thursday, uh, 24th. The mentorship starts Monday, closes, registration closes on the 27th, that's Sunday night at 11.59 p.m. I want you in there. I want you to be successful. And so if you've got questions, come to me, uh, send me a message, DM on Instagram at foster underscore strength, or you can email me Betsy at bfosterstrong.com. We are doing all these things in this mentorship. I'm thrilled about it. You can check out more info on the mentorship and the registration page is included. It's bfosterstrong.com slash mentorship, bfosterstrong.com slash mentorship. If you heard this one and you resonate with any of those sort of competencies that you want to work on, also just drop me a line and tell me uh, what of that you feel like you really want to work on. I want to talk to you about it. I feel like I had something else to say about the mentorship, but I'm just so excited about it and I'm excited about how this is going to help you. If I think of it, I'm sure I'll post it on Instagram. All right. I don't want to take any more of your time. I want you to really be thoughtful about sort of the self-reflection that you did today. And I hope to see you on Monday. Yeah. All right. Until next time, do, do, until next time, go do great things. Bye.